0: accidental host Catherine Weigel and I, uh, before this episode recorded, (laughs) had lost about 145 pounds. We'll we'll get to where I am right now. Uh, But with me today is
1: Donald Weigel. Hi, and I am uh, right there with you. Uh, I have lost about 100 pounds.
0: Yeah, before before all this happened, we're going to talk to you about snack incidents. We're going to talk to you about things that have happened, secret things, not so secret things.
1: Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, we uh, we like to talk a lot about how we're not fixed. And, oh, no. Uh, about That's how, what we love. How we don't have this all figured we don't. out. And, uh, you know, but I I will admit this, it's very difficult for me to sort of announce my failings, especially, you know, when we're giving other people advice on how to do this. And, you know, I did lose 100 pounds. I have maintained now for about three years. Um, You know, I feel like I'm in a really good place, but not all days go as planned.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well... And you know, sometimes I wonder because people always say like, "Oh, Catherine Donald, you're so real." Well, this is a very real episode. Yeah, uh, we we are not fixed, as much as Donald just said. I think we're fixed. We're not fixed.
1: I mean, people who know me, they say all the time that one of the things about me is that I keep it real.
0: Oh, so real. Yeah, they're so like real. they're
1: like you know, you really are good at keeping it real. <laughs> like people say that to me all the time and uh, uh are you so, are you
0: people are you the one who just looks in the mirror every morning saying
1: you're real look the names of the people who say <laughs> i'm good at keeping it real are not important whether or not those are actually just imagined by me in my head is not really <laughs> the point of what we're uh, what we're talking about you're here.
0: like your own fight club like <laughs> are you edward norton or yeah. are you danny yeah. devito no wait what was the
1: yeah, Danny DeVito, you you have you know. it absolutely right.
0: <laughs> Brad name? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. She, you know, <laughs> it's so Danny
1: DeVito with Brad Pitt, <laughs> which is so easy is to like no one us. has ever done in the history of the world. It's pretty great. Um, Yeah, so Danny DeVito and Edward Norton were actually the same person in that movie. It's pretty amazing. Spoiler alert, everyone.
0: No, but I mean, there are times when people ask us, do we keep it real just so that we can keep it real for the audience? Like, would we be perfect specimens of weight loss and fitness If we weren't trying to come up with things to talk about on the The podcast? The answer is
1: yes. Yes. No, that is not the answer. We do it for
0: the people.
1: No, not at all. Um, So as we record this, um, I I don't like saying dates when I can avoid it, but um, it's December 13th. Uh, when we record this. It's
0: so funny. I was going to say December 21st, which is when it's coming out, which is the solstice.
1: Yeah, exactly. The so darkest day. My 51st birthday was 10 days ago. And if you'd like to wish me a happy birthday, you can <laughs> go to our Facebook page. Um, no. the uh, So it was about 10 days ago. And I actually, I, I had to work all day. It was a long day. And I actually, like, they gave me uh, at work uh, some uh, Hostess, like, birthday cupcakes, which I ended up not eating. And I ended up staying on my calories just fine. And so Saturday ended up being, the Saturday after my birthday, which was two days later, ended up being the sort of celebration, like the food celebration day. And I went into it with eyes open and knew what I was doing. <laughs>
0: food celebration day sounds like something that they would celebrate on Star Wars. Like, right. What were they calling The it? Ewoks, like, yeah. Friendship day? Yeah, What yeah. is it
1: called? It's, yeah, oh Universal my goodness. Universal happy day? Yeah, if anybody, it's life day. Life day, life day. day. Yeah, life Star day. Wars, the Star Wars Christmas is life day. Um with uh with Chewbacca's uh father uh, Scratchy or something. (laughs) Like his child was named like Lumpy and his grandfather was Scratchy. They ran
0: out of ideas. They
1: really did. Um so anyway, the Star Wars holiday special. You could probably find a bootleg of it on YouTube or something. Anyway, I went into that like knowing and like telling myself I was gonna get right back on track, etc and I'm not sure that I've stayed on my calories on any day since then.
0: Well, and you know what we uh, we talked about it, how like you have a really good day and sometimes when you do that you overcorrect. Right, have bad days following that happened to me. Uh, that's happened to me on Thanksgiving before, where I've under eaten, and then to compensate, I overeat later to make up for all the things I missed.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, I I'm not talking about necessarily barreling out of control here, uh, but still, you know, instead of my normal two thousand calories, you know, I'm not sure I've been under like twenty five hundred to. 2800 on any day since then really but um you know it's sort of the you were talking about earlier our daughter's reading uh, of mice and men you know the best laid plans of mice and men i um earlier in the week i knew i was going to be oh no i've got to go back a minute on on should
0: should we maybe stop and tell people what we're going to talk about because i feel like we're just barreling into this we're going to talk about not so good things And how to get over those not so good things. There, I said it. All right,
1: very good. Um, So, not so good things, you're very specific in telling people it was very important.
0: very like I pulled on your coat sleeve, Mister. We got to tell them what we're going to talk about. It was
1: very, very important that we vaguely <laughs> say we're talking about not so good things and how to how to not do not so good things. The, the language neutral, which we'll talk about. later. Right, right. Neutral language is definitely you. Um, so earlier in the week, uh, the TV show that I'm working on gave out gift baskets to everyone, and inside those gift baskets were well, it was. It was one uh, quiche was part of it. The idea was it was sort of a breakfast in bed theme, and there was a whole bunch of things. So there was a quiche. And then somebody else at work didn't want their quiche and offered it to me. And I was like, hey, maybe Catherine and I would like quiche.
0: I love quiches to pieces, so we'll have quiches. Uh, But, you know, I'm involved in this story as well. That day that he, that fateful day that he got quiches. Fateful day, That fateful day, I was on track. I was, I was. Just cool as a cucumber. I had my dinner all planned. In fact, out. she was
1: eating cucumbers. Was eating That's how cool, cool she was. Cucumbers.
0: Yeah. Uh and Donald sent me a text. Hey, I have received quiche assists as a gift. And then suddenly, <laughs> magically, my plan just went out the window. The window was open. I threw the window out the open window. Yeah. And then we had quiche for dinner, didn't we, Donald? Yeah.
1: We had. we spent many years like Codependently derailing each other. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I feel no, like was this fun. was kind of a flashback to, to that where Catherine was yeah. all about staying on track and I was like the devil who showed up and was like, Keisha, is is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes, which is definitely the plural of Keisha. Yeah, for sure. I threw my salady uh, dinner out the window
1: and uh, it was like. <laughs> she literally threw it out the window and it hit some passing person <laughs> as they were walking by. Yeah, exactly. It was hilarious.
0: Uh, but I very quickly was like, I am on track. I'm an inspiration. I can have part of a quiche for dinner. That'll be fine, and which I actually did. I had um, half of a quiche. It might have been the most delicious quiche I've ever had. It was really good. Was not really not good. that we
1: should, you know, uh, wax romantic about food on this show, but, but
0: but the quiche will come into play later because that was on a Wednesday.
1: Exactly, and so then the next day. I knew I was going to be working very late. Um, I'm bringing this a- back about me. You can you can chime I'll in chime on in. Your, there your, will be your quiche part two story. Um, so I knew I was going to be working very late. So I extra packed food because I knew I was going to have dinner at work instead of at home. Um, I was all prepared. I pre-tracked everything. I had it with me. And then... Um, we were filming outside, and it was something like nine o'clock at night, um, and and it
0: was really cold for Los it was, Angeles. For
1: Los Angeles, it was really cold. It was around fifty degrees, maybe even high forties. Um, which I know a lot of people around the world are like, you know, you know, that's like I'll go swimming if it's that warm. Yeah. Um, but it was cold, and my food, my like a lot of people food.
0: around the world. Look at 48 degrees and say they'll go swimming.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It just, it always feels, it always feels, you know, when people are experiencing near zero temperatures and vortexes and I'm complaining about high forties, low fifties, um, it feels very, uh, champagne problem to have. But, um, the, my food, my pre-tracked food that I had planned on eating was all the way across the other side of the lot and the craft service team rolled out, uh, Uh, grilled cheese sandwiches and hot tomato soup (laughs) Oh, which
0: is basically just what yeah my death row
1: yeah and so i didn't go crazy um i had half a grilled cheese and i had one cup of tomato soup but that was kind of like at that time of night my even though it's not that late either but my willpower is just pretty much shot at that point and so I typically don't eat anything that tastes like a treat until I know I'm about to go to bed. But I was sadly up for another three or four hours after that. And so any opportunity I had after that to eat something, I basically just took it.
0: So can we can we talk about me now?
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay,
0: so unbeknownst to me, I see Donald leave in the morning with his uh, his basket full of healthy pre-tracked foods. He's got cherry tomatoes. He's got pineapple.
1: I'm he's imagining myself cheese. like, like little, little Red Riding Hood <laughs> in the old cartoons. Like, I'm going to see grandma, grandma with my basket of food. Yeah. So
0: I see him leave with his pre tracked food, and I'm imagining he's having the perfect day, the yeah. perfect food day. It's all planned, it's all tracked, he's got it all set up. So this is my Thursday. <laughs> um, so he. That was the
1: flashback sound, everyone.
0: Right. So uh, we, had, we had Quiche Wednesday. And then we had. I only had h- about half of my quiche on Wednesday because I have perfect self control. <laughs> I know how to plan out my foods. Wow, I feel I'll have, very
1: attacked right now. Oh,
0: you are, but this is me and in, in Smugland. Yeah. Um Catherine I, in
1: Smugland coming this fall.
0: So I I had the other half of my quiche for breakfast on Thursday. You know what? I can eat the other half. Oh, I'm yeah. very mindful and I'm very aware of my surroundings. It's going to go great for You're me, you an I inspiration said. to people. I'm you so can do this. I'm so inspiring. Right. Everyone says so. Uh, so I uh, had half the quiche. I was fine. I was fine for hours. I was so full and smug. Yeah. And then I was making something for our daughter and there was like one leftover of something. I don't know what it was. It was like, I'll just have a bite. Oh, boy. Just,
1: just. Whenever
0: I say just, that is the sign that things are going to go very badly. And guess what? They went very
1: badly. Your conscience—that sounds vaguely like like cartoon Ringo Star—is like, but Catherine,
0: (laughs) (laughs) cartoon Ringo Star, Catherine,
1: you shouldn't be eating that. I don't know. You do this voice that is like vaguely like the Beatles cartoon. I remember the the Beatles
0: cartoon. I watched it. There was so much that I watched that was just like, well. There's three channels. I guess I'll watch it.
1: There's something on, and my parents aren't hassling me, so I'm sitting in front of the TV.
0: Okay, so we, we talked about my morning quiche. We talked about my little my snack or whatever. And then that evening, I don't even remember what it was because I don't think I tracked it all. So there we go. Yeah. I just kind of stacked my way through the evening. I didn't track my dinner very well. I ended up um, having – there was some cookie dough. Yeah. That happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just sort of said, screw it. Whoa. Whoa. whoa this is a family, family show. show. We don't
1: use that language.
0: Uh, what, what should I say? I said, forget it. Mm-hmm. Forget it. This Much is the- better. And I felt really sick to my stomach. I, I had uh, heartburn. I went to bed. I had some Tums to kind of chase it all down.
1: Oh, by the way, just speaking of heartburn, the, the tomato soup like set my chest on fire. Like I cannot eat.
0: Yeah, he's Captain Heartburn. Yeah,
1: that was like heartburn like insane that night. So I paid the price pretty quickly, but didn't stop me from continuing no, he's, to eat. he's yeah. a price
0: payer. So, uh, so he is at soup in... He is at soup.
1: I'm at soup. (laughs) Where is Donald? Donald is at soup. (laughs) Donald
0: is at soup. Uh, Donald is enjoying soup and sandwiches uh, at his workplace. And I'm secret eating cookie dough in the in the kitchen, uh, but that's unbeknownst to me. I'm imagining he's eating cherry tomatoes yeah. and just and vegetable broth, right? Uh, at at work. Well, I'm going to sleep because we don't see each other because he's working late. I'm going to sleep with heartburn, and I'm just imagining that my must be nice husband is having a perfect evening. But across town, he's also in a pit of his own misery. I know. So and that, then
1: I got home and ate some more. So,
0: uh, do you want to? I found out the next day that there was some evening eating on No, your- I think
1: that was that was Friday night, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, so Friday, then I'm at work, and again, I pre-tracked, I, I brought even more food because I knew I was going to be there again late, and then um, they, around 9.30 uh, p.m., they served pizza at work, and everyone was just raving at how good the pizza was, so... I knew, I knew it was a bad idea, and I still, anyway, ended up having a piece of pizza, and then a second piece of pizza. I was like, oh, I can have one slice of pizza, and then I ended up having two, and I did kind of stop it too, but then I came home, and I really wanted chocolate, and our daughter was- I was asleep. Yeah, our daughter was still awake. This is about 12.30 a.m. or so. Uh, she's still awake, and she comes into the kitchen to see me about to put peanut butter on a mini Kit Kat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, and she uh, just she out actually, of the jar. Yeah, she right? actually.
1: Oh, I was gonna like, I was gonna take a knife and put it on there. Oh, but, classy. Okay. Yeah, um, but she she came in and she she ripped the peanut butter away from me and put it back in the refrigerator. And so, yeah, so I didn't have it, and she uh, she was definitely the uh, the police that I needed at that moment to stop from doing it.
0: Okay, but so that was your Friday night. So Donald's been working late. So we haven't really been seeing each other very much. So I'm in this quiet shame spiral by yeah. myself, thinking that Donald is uh, living the good life. Yeah. So I didn't tell That's him. That's how
1: I like it. I like <laughs> it to think that I'm that I'm perfect.
0: <laughs> but our daughter ratted him out to me. Oh, she said
1: she couldn't wait. She was like, like she was like, I am telling Mama. I am telling her. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I was like, I didn't even want to try and talk her out of it because I I needed to to the truth to. But out. she
0: sprung out of bed, like, uh, to see what was the matter. Right. Uh, like, the yeah. night, I was going to say, the night before Christmas. The
1: nightmare before Christmas, <laughs> yes. It the like, night guess before what, Christmas. guess what
0: Papa did? Papa, yeah. I saw him eating. I was, told him I was going to tell you. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a little rat-fink
1: snitch. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> She can't wait to tattletale.
0: We wanted her to talk about it on the podcast. But, yeah,
1: we really asked her to get on and actually she talk said,
0: about it. And I quote, I don't like talking. Yeah. Which is all she does—it's all she does. All she does especially
1: as soon as we're ready to watch television together or a movie together, that's when she actually wants that's to have a long conversation. Talk, yeah. But she
0: didn't want to talk on the podcast, so she ratted him out. And then it was kind of a a snack of the Magi situation, right? Uh, so... Snack
1: of the Magi. That's so Ooh, good. maybe that's the <laughs> maybe we'll make title. that the title. Yeah,
0: she was ready to rat out Donald. Uh, She—I don't know if she knew that I overate. Probably not. Uh But. She wanted to rat us out. We ended up ratting one another out, and then it opened up a whole conversation about this. What are we going to talk about on the podcast? Yeah, we are both. uh, We had this other
1: idea that we were going to do, which we'll probably do for the next one. But uh, we decided to uh, to just keep it real.
0: Keep it real. We're keeping it real for you. Um, So we're going back in time again. This is like one of those stories that you watch and you're like, how does this all tie together? Yeah, yeah, eh, exactly. What,
1: what, or, or it's kind of like one of those episodes of uh, a sitcom where like you see the same story from four different points of view and like, you know, every time it's the other person's point of view, they're the hero in the story.
0: Right. I'm definitely not the hero in the situation. That's this
1: podcast. But
0: if you're the kind of person who are like, I used to think Donald and Catherine were inspirations, and now I just think they're garbage people. Mm-hmm. Just hold on. Just wait. Just wait. You
1: just hold you on just... with your judgment out there, yeah. you judgy Mcjudger.
0: <laughs> um, so we're going to go back. To Friday morning. So Donald has packed his food. This is before he's had the pizza, before the Kit Kat in the peanut butter jar. I
1: can't keep this timeline straight at all. I'll post an accurate timeline in the show notes.
0: Sure, why not? (laughs) So uh, the issue with my Thursday night snack accident isn't just that in itself. It is the aftermath of feeling sick and hungover on Friday. Yeah. So I woke up Friday morning... Feeling acidity, I actually uh, because I knew Donald was going to sleep in. I ended up sleeping two hours past my alarm, which my alarm goes off at four thirty, so I woke up at six thirty, which is crazy. <laughs> reeling into
1: madness.
0: But here is what happens when I have a uh, a night of overindulging, and I didn't even have any alcohol. But so it's just sort of like a a food hangover. I woke up two hours past my alarm. I didn't end up getting in my morning steps. I didn't rebound. I didn't do my yoga. I didn't do my arm workout. Donald woke up and I was just sitting on the couch drinking coffee, kind of feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, but I felt like foggy and hungover. I felt like I was not an inspiration at all. And we were doing a uh, day in the life food posting challenge uh, in uh, Walt Place, or no? I, I think I just did one by myself because I I needed some accountability. But I posted in Walt Place, W O L T Place. Walt yes, Place, I posted that I sort of felt like I had a food hangover, and I asked others how they felt about uh, about how they feel when they overeat and I will tell you about it now.
1: Yeah, as Catherine is pulling up some quotes, um, I did a little bit of research um, that was incredibly unscientific. But there are several articles online that talk about the food hangover being an actual, real thing. That you know, sugar, fat, and salt can actually mimic some of the effects, uh, similar effects of a an alcohol hangover. So you may, you know, because of the dehydration, etc. You may end up, um, you know, feeling some similar effects to an actual alcohol hangover.
0: Okay. So uh, so I posted in Wolf Plates, uh, which is actually our subgroup is called Wolf Plates, yeah, Wolf Plates for food, which I think is really funny. Uh, it's I like jokes. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like I
1: like jokes.
0: I like jokes. It's I'm like that funny. little boy
1: in line in uh, A Christmas Story. He's <laughs> like, I like Santa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be quiet. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the consequence of my overeating on Thursday was that I had heartburn and lethargy, and like I said, I just slept through my alarm, missed all my morning goals, and just really was behind the eight ball uh, for the rest of the day. So I asked other people in well Plates how they felt. So I'm not going to name names because uh, I'm not, so that's what we get. Yeah. Uh, because
1: but- of anonymity, anonymity, et cetera.
0: Anonymity. Yeah. So one... Person in wool plates. Wait, I, did
1: I just name a name? Ann Anibity? <laughs> Anna Melde? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so uh, one person said, definitely lethargy, but mentally I always feel so defeated. Like my first thought in the morning is, dang, can't believe I did that again. Oops, I did it again. That's right, Britney Spears is in wool plates.
1: Um, wow, referencing the timely Britney Spears, it's so like us.
0: Okay. And another person said, uh, I wake up with wicked cravings, and I have to fight that feeling all day long. Now, wicked. One would imagine that they are from the uh, the Northeast, because that's where they say wicked. Yeah. Is President John F. Kennedy in wool plates? No one will know. No we can't one knows. Tell you. We
1: can't tell you. Yes, no. exactly.
0: Uh, let's see. Someone else said they feel bloated, tired, and depressed. Yeah, me too. That's also how I feel. Uh, Another said, "I usually feel yucky, and then I use it as an excuse to stay in bed." That's exactly what I did because it feels like you're sick, which uh, we'll talk about in a little bit. Another said, "Usually, I feel depressed and guilty. I feel bloated, constipated. Uh, My, I have stomach pain, super tired, and heavy. And the next day, I feel like I'm starving, even though." Uh, I should just be eating normally. Like that overeating leads to wanting to overeat again. Uh, Another said they wake up feeling bloated. uh, They have no appetite. That must be nice, which actually she actually just said must be nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And she also said a bad day usually comes after a whole lot of good days when I feel invincible. This weight loss journey is humbling.
1: Um, Yeah, there's definitely a part of this that is overconfidence and thinking that that I can do whatever I want now at at a certain point, even though I really, you know, I realistically know that I can't. And another mental component of this, I don't mean to derail what you were just talking about, dear, but um, I, after I had the grilled cheese and tomato soup, I felt huge. Like, I really felt like I was bursting out of my clothes. And I was like, everyone can see how much weight I've gained, <laughs> and and then I saw You're myself like in the Baruch mirror, Salt. right? Just... exactly blowing up like a blueberry, and I really just um. And then I saw myself in a mirror in the bathroom, and I was like, oh, I still look the same. I guess I didn't just like you know blow uh you know five years of progress in one grilled cheese and tomato soup uh, moment.
0: But I think that that like that feeling is real. And it harkens back to our past selves and our current selves. Because for me, when I make myself feel sick from eating, it distracts me from the rest of my life. And that's part of the reason that I do overeat is that kind of like, and we did an episode on it too, where we make ourselves sick from eating and it prevents us from dealing with the rest of our lives. Because when you have acute pain in your stomach. You can't worry about the forms that you didn't fill out for school yeah. or, you know, your to-do list that you haven't gotten done because you actually make yourself feel sick. And when I woke up on Friday, I felt hungover. I felt slow and tired. And I started this pattern of negative thinking, which is, is kind of what we're going to talk about now. All of these feelings of defeat. I'm not an inspiration. Guess we need to shut down Walt Place. Like, (laughs) okay, it's over. Like, there's no way anyone is ever going to feel motivated by us. And it, that mental pattern matters so much more than the like 800 calories that I ate.
1: Well, and it, it's sort of this vicious cycle, too. You were talking about feeling like you're sick when you wake up the next day. And when when I am sick, I want comfort food. Exactly. Like, I want immediate comfort food. So it's almost this vicious circle of, you know – I I eat too much the night before, I wake up feeling sick, and I want more comfort food to make myself feel better, and that makes me feel worse, right. and then I'm eating more comfort food, and it just, uh, it's hard to get well, out of.
0: and carbs and sugar and acid reflux make, because you feel sick, you're like, oh, I want to be cozy on the couch, and I don't want to rebound, because I'm obviously ill, and I need to take a sick day, right. and like... I ended up getting, I think, 4,000 steps on Friday, which my goal is 15. Yeah. I didn't do any of my goals. I was in recovery. And here I am going like, okay, so this one overindulgence of 800 calories has now spread over two days. And I'm like, I've incapacitated myself because of my food choices. And it's not about a good food or a bad food. We've talked about that before. Like- cookie dough in itself is not a bad food. Yeah, but
1: there's there's no there's no good or bad. It's not it's not about, you know, we put this moral judgment on ourselves and on our food choices. And it's not about good or bad. Like there's no no food is inherently evil like or bad. It's our reaction to it and how we how we choose to uh, either continue to indulge to a point, And even that's not, it's not good or bad. There's no, there's no evil involved here. It's just a matter of making choices and deciding that you're going to get back on the right choices.
0: Right. So, um, there are consequences of our actions. And this lethargy, depression, you know, anxiety is part of it. But the other part of that is the impact, the immediate impact or the delayed impact it has on the scale. And uh, we have a tale of two scale uh, events that we'd like to talk about. So Donald, you know, I think a lot of times we see a reaction on the scale that gets us back in line. But Donald, what did you learn on the scale on Saturday when you woke up?
1: Well, first of all, I was very tempted. I was convinced that I was probably after this past week, probably up like five pounds and it was going to be really And that was gonna to get face. you
0: back on track.
1: Um but I really thought about not weighing myself because I didn't there was a part of me you know that wanted to that wanted to fall back into those old habits of not facing reality but I knew that I needed to see it I knew I needed yeah. to make it real Shame. and <laughs> not that but i knew i needed to make it real and i got on the scale and i was actually down two pounds from the week before (laughs) so what did you learn it seems there are no consequences for your actions i learned i can eat whatever i want now forever oh
0: boy! no but
1: i i think that i think that the i know i'm like laughing because it I, i do find it funny but i you know sometimes they scale lags behind our yeah. actions and there's a very good possibility that this fault this next week that even if i stay on track that I will see some negative consequences from the week before.
0: Conversely, there is a finite amount of energy in the world. We've talked about that. Right. So those two and a half pounds he didn't gain yeah. or that he lost, <laughs> right. I found them. They yeah. came on to me uh, because that's what happens with me. I just automatically gain five pounds. Uh, so I am up on the scale. Uh, didn't go so well for me, must be nice to be Donald, eating whatever he pleases, and losing weight. Uh, Should I stop losing weight forever now and give up on everything? No. No? Okay.
1: And that's really kind of where we're going with this. And, you know, just because I had a, you know, quote-unquote bad week after I just said there were no good or bad, just after I had this bad week, um, my my thought was I can get right back on this. And I do have habits in place, and I did – I did do probably 70 to 80% of my normal habits. And maybe that is, is really the lesson here. It's like sticking to the habits and not allowing a, a few moments of, of, um, Indiscretion. <laughs> I don't know what word I'm looking <laughs> a dalliance for here. Into yes, a dalliance adalience. Uh, not allowing a you know part of a day to send me reeling into madness. Where in the past I might have just said to myself, "Well, there's no point in me continuing to do anything. I may as well just have like five grilled cheese sandwiches since I had half a one, or I may as well just continue to eat. Like I could have eaten probably six pieces of pizza, like no, no joke. And I stopped at the two, you know, that night. Um, so really just employing my habits rather than continuing down the path of indulgence is, is hopefully getting me back on track.
0: Well, and here's the thing, and we actually do have a a list of ways to kind of get back on track when you've had a bad couple of days or a negative experience. And to Donald's point too, you know, the scale avoidance of like, I'm sure I'm up, so I'm just going to avoid the scale. That used to be me for four months. I would literally put the scale away so that I didn't have to look at it. And then I would sort of go like, okay, well, when I feel like I'm back on track and ready, then I'll get back on the scale. And I would typically be up five to 10 pounds between scale breaks. But that Donald actually got on the scale must be nice to be him and lose weight <laughs> effortlessly, you know, just cutting out soda, oh, losing man. weight everywhere. Yeah, um, that
1: is not the case. I uh, I just I feel like I got away with one, but it's right. It's, it's a, like a
0: speeding it, ticket. It's like,
1: a wake up call to to stick to my habits and and really, you know, be extra mindful through the rest of this holiday season.
0: Right. So uh, I was up on the scale. So that is that's sobering. But again, I did it before the holidays. I'm not a avoiding uh, the scale. So that is a good thing. So I have some, uh, a list of some things that you can employ to help you when you uh, fall off track a little bit and are feeling defeated.
1: All right, lay it on us.
0: Number one, don't make a slip up a moral issue. Uh, As you can see from the, uh, the other members in uh, Walt place who talked about how they feel it feels defeating. Will I ever learn? I'm a garbage person. All of that mental heaviness around your food choices makes you feel like i'm a good person i'm a bad person i'm never gonna learn donald's 51 if he hasn't figured it out by then i guess he never will right like, suddenly and that's like a grown-up age like that's actually legitimately like that's how old people are when yes they're our ups.
1: daughter just says i'm old all the time <laughs> like, to put it another way
0: you're old um, but don't make it a moral issue. Don't put too much weight on it. Um, the, the second part is learn from the experience. How did it start? If I look at my, uh, my Thursday, I think it happened in a vacuum. Like, oh my gosh, Thursday night, I suddenly was eating out of control. I was eating like secret eating in the kitchen, but I actually stopped and thought about it. My Thursday started Wednesday. Yeah. When I made that choice to have quiche on Wednesday night because I'm fine and I can have half of it and it's fine. Oh, and you know what? Then I'll have more of it on Thursday morning and then I won't stick to my planned treats and then I'll go and do dishes. Thursday night, which I know when I do dishes at night, I end up secret eating. Like <laughs> it all kind of unravels itself, and I think this my th- is
1: why we have so many clean dishes. This in the is house. so yeah. clean, exactly. But
0: I know things about myself. I know that if I go back into the kitchen by myself after eight p.m., I know that I'm gonna, you know, maybe stick my hand in the cookie jar that I shouldn't, the, the bag of cookie dough. Um, that right. I shouldn't. In, like in
1: this case, the jar is a bag, the, and the cookies are cookie dough. Cookie
0: dough. I didn't even get that far, but. But like one choice builds on the other. So really getting to that origin point of the misstep, the minute I decided that it was okay to have the quiche on Wednesday night and the minute I decided the next morning to have the second part and not pre-track my day and estimate, like there's nothing – inherently bad about the quiche. It's the willingness so quickly to change my plans and go off plan and then forget about it and be like, oh, what happened? I don't even know. Like, it's a mystery.
1: And and I knew on Thursday night when I had that grilled cheese and soup, I knew there was a really good chance I was going to... Like way overindulge and not just stick to that. And I did it anyway. And I walked in with eyes open and I, I should know better. But there, there is that point at which I just decide that I want to do this. And it's hard to come back from that sometimes. And, but I have spent many years, um, you know, training myself to know better and to not give in at that last minute. And so I know moving forward, you know, I've, I've proven to myself that Giving in at that moment is, in fact, a bad idea, so I know.
0: It's that decision point, and I think James Clear talks about that, too, of, like, there's a moment when it starts. Right. And the moment it started for me was the quiche. And it was delicious and amazing, and we're not saying don't eat food that you enjoy, but know that there are consequences to those, you know, impulsive in the moment choices um the next thing is don't punish yourself by under eating or over exercising to compensate and punish yourself for the next day's ch- you know for for the previous day's choices for sure if i on friday was like no food for you like you don't deserve right eating things yeah
1: you know the the uh, diet and exercise equivalent of flogging yourself for right. uh, for sinning you know or something
0: yeah like that doesn't help either Getting back to your normal habits, sticking to protein, drinking water, tracking your food, planning your treat for that evening. All of that just getting back into your normal habits really does matter because when you undereat, you can then overeat again. Um, the next thing is look at the big picture. Like, is one night of you know six hundred calories of cookie dough the point at which we're like, all right, no more podcasts, we're shutting it down. Yeah,
1: might as well just give up and gain give all up the weight everything back. Everything back. Why not?
0: Like and that's what I did in the past. I put so much emphasis on one choice and one, you know, bad day that I would just give up for months and months at a time. See, I'll never learn. See, I'm never going to get this right. It's not about getting it right or wrong and just punishing yourself forever. It's what makes me feel good. You know what? Eating like that gives me heartburn. It makes me depressed. It, you know, it makes me feel bloated. I don't want to feel like that. Okay, well, what do you want to feel like? So I want to feel empowered. I want to feel good about my food choices i want to have food that makes me feel energized and i want to have a small indulgence that you know is delicious but isn't going to make me feel sick that's what i want in the big picture it's not the one night of overindulging that matters it's how i want to feel in general uh the next thing to do is if you're if you're feeling like you're struggling go back and repeat the habits of a day that made you feel really good yeah hey I had a day where I had, you know, 1800 calories and I felt really good. What did I have? Well, I had scrambled eggs for breakfast. I had a really big spinach salad for lunch. And, you know, I had a sensible dinner of, of, uh, you know, soup and a salad for dinner. And then I had some cookie dough for dessert and I felt good. And I stuck within my goals. Just yeah. repeat a day that actually went well. You and don't This have to- is
1: where relying on habits instead of willpower really, uh, really is useful because you don't have to think about it like you, you already know this. You've got this down if you've built up the habits to keep yourself on track.
0: Exactly. And then finally, a really big thing, and it it ties back into what people were saying in Walt Place and what I was saying, is the language that you use around the experience really does matter. And I know in the book, um, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Homesteader. He talks about changing your negative language into positive language, but there's more than just negative and positive. There's also neutral, which he may have talked about. I don't even know. It's been so long, but <laughs> you know, we say things like I had a dumpster fire day. I went out of control. I'm a garbage person. All of this stuff is super duper negative and it can feel disingenuous to suddenly start saying positive things about yourself. Like, yeah. I'm perfect in every way. I'm, you know a golden sunshine for all who see me yeah going
1: straight to mary poppins like is not (laughs) right always the best
0: it can feel really weird to start saying positive things about yourself but what you can do is let go of all of the adjectives positive and negative and just use neutral language i ate 600 calories of cookie dough yesterday it made me feel like i had heartburn and lethargy I learned from that experience, like instead of garbage dumpster 2020, like I'll never learn all this negative stuff. You can just use neutral language. I ate more food than I needed. It made me feel sick. Today, I'm going to make choices that don't make me feel sick.
1: And if you want to turn it around and make it you know, slightly more positive uh, without overdoing it, you can remind yourself that you are an adult who is capable of doing hard things and you're capable of learning from your mistakes exactly. and, and taking the events, taking what you did and realizing that you don't have to repeat the same mistakes moving forward and that you can learn from them and make different choices next time.
0: Well, and, you know, if we go back to thinking about being scientists, you know, scientists learn from their mistakes, they isolate variables, they, you know, they self-correct based on the results of the last experiment and we're just learning like all the time like oh I forgot that makes me feel totally sick now I remember and now I'll move forward it's not about being perfect it's not about suddenly being fixed and now I'm this weight and now I'm never going to make the mistake again we go back and we have to sometimes learn the same mistakes over and over again and it doesn't mean that we're broken we're just human and food tastes really good like okay going back for a second Donald got the hostess cupcakes for his birthday. He gave them to our daughter. Yeah. Our jerky kid.
1: Who, <laughs> who we love with who all we our love. hearts. Oh,
0: magical, perfect in every way. Yeah. Um, she said that she ate the cupcakes. But that they were too sweet.
1: Yeah. They Who says anything's too sweet. too sweet? Yeah. She
0: took off the frosting top of the cupcakes because it was too sweet.
1: Yeah, that's not in my uh, she reality. She us yeah, with her, sure.
0: uh, her self-understanding and her palate that is discerning. Because we would have just eaten the whole thing. Uh, but we can... It,
1: even if I really thought it was too sweet, which is generally not a thing with me, I would have still powered through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my teeth hurt. I don't care. I'm going to eat it. I'm
1: going to eat it because it is something to eat (laughs) exactly
0: Yeah, she's she's much more self aware in that uh, that state.
1: So if anyone has proven that you don't need to figure it all out at once and that you can still make mistakes and move forward, I feel like it's you and I because yeah, we 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 have a uh, we have a podcast empire and still we are uh, we are making uh, some mistakes, the same ones we made uh, before, but we are learning from them and moving forward.
0: We make them for you, and guess what? Right now we have three hundred and ninety 4-star reviews. Oh, really? 5-star reviews. When we get to 400, we've made it. Yes. We will cross the force field into... Just mega stardom Podcast for sure.
1: superstardom. Will you be the person that leaves us our 400th five-star review? Uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts and do that. It would really uh, help us out.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you would like to tell us how inspiring this episode has been for you, you can send us an email at weonlylookthin at gmail.com.
1: And uh, you can find us on the socials uh, at we Only Look thin. Your Facebooks, your Instagrams. Uh, we don't have a TikTok.
0: No, but, we don't have a Facebook. Snap. Most
1: most of the the socials, the the tweeters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Donald is all about the Twitter. I uh, I'm Instagram and Facebook, and that's all I have. The mental capacity for so um, let's see what else can they do they can, uh, even... they
1: can go to our website We oh, uh, yeah. weonlylookthin.com and you can find every episode of this show there uh, you can also find every episode wherever you found this episode uh, we have not put any of them behind a paywall they are all paywall paywall they are all uh, still free uh, you can uh, or complimentary. complimentary sorry you can <laughs> listen to all of them at your leisure um, and you can also find out more information about our support group It's called Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place. Uh, Go to weonlylookthin.com and click on join our support group.
0: Yep, and we have uh, two different options for subscriptions. One is a monthly subscription in which you get a three-day complimentary trial to see if it works for you. And then if you sign up for a three-month subscription, you get seven days to see if Walt Place is right for you. Yes, Uh, indeed. You you can can... find out how flawed I am there because I keep it real. Yeah,
1: yeah. If any keeps it real it's you except (laughs) for me I keep it even more real It's a contest. It's oh, definitely sure. a contest yep, to the see realest who, of the who real. keeps things more real. If you want to keep it real with us, you can also email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to tell us how you keep it real, um, if you would like to uh, make some suggestions for future episodes, uh, if you have any questions for us, uh, we are happy to answer. Uh, we are not always the fastest at responding to questions, but we will eventually uh, get We're back the to you. We're the realist. <laughs> we are the realist. exactly exactly uh so please feel free to reach out we'd like to hear from you
0: so if you're still not sure what the plural of quiche is <laughs> quiche <laughs> sisters, clearly
1: just re- it's quiche
0: just remember that donald and i are
1: an, an inspiration the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. This is 30 Seconds of Garbage.
0: Garbo. Garbo. I called him Garbo's. Wait, hold on. This is ruining everything.
1: Hello. What's what's ruining everything? Me. You're ruining everything? I'm
0: the thing that's ruining everything. Hey, Bridget,
1: your mom is ruining everything. Big surprise.